Mike's Daily Podcast. Thank you, thank you to my boss who allowed me to work from home today. It was very helpful. There, I just woke up early this morning. Mike's Daily Podcast. With all the stuff I need to do, with all the stuff that I've been talking about in previous podcasts in my life. And it's been a pretty lot of strife, so I had to deal with it. And morning, day, and night, I'm thinking about it, particularly in the morning at about 5.30, it wakes me up. I'm like, ah! So I had to jump on it and do some stuff, and thankfully... Mike's Daily Podcast. I didn't have to commute for 40 minutes either way to kill that time during my day. Daily And then... Podcast. The podcast came to you. Yeah! Here's the podcast today. It's here. And here it is. And it's Mike. And it's episode 2390-2390. The last podcast picture was of my lovely lady friend and I in New Smyrna. That's in Florida. It's south of Daytona Beach. And today, I called my mom's, my late mother's favorite, one of her favorite activities was playing bridge. I have never played bridge but my mom and I shared a couple of things, interests that, that we enjoyed. One of them being the theater. Usually whenever I came to see her, we'd see a live performance. The only time I don't think the, oh, yeah, I think the, la- the only time we didn't was the last time I went uh, in October and saw her. There was a performance of the play Clue, the comedy Clue. And I'm like, mom, come on. Let's not Let's not waste time We have so little time with you And I'd rather spend it with you on a beach Because that's one of her Was one of her favorite places to be Or at a restaurant Or doing something else in Daytona Beach But let's not go see Clue, please But we did see some other Over the years, see some great plays like Cabaret And here's today's podcast picture South Pacific And the podcast picture will be another picture from Daytona Beach when I went recently to take care of my mom's, well, to try and start to take care of everything going on with my mom's estate as uh, she passed away on Valentine's Day just a few weeks back. I did speak, though, to the person who was the head of her bridge club. Very nice guy. In fact, he told me that he used to be in the, uh, he'd make spaceships. Or rocket ships Or work in the rocket industry And That's right Basil the Boxer Never saw a rocket Oh actually wait He saw a drone He almost attacked a drone once The late great Basil the Boxer Somebody was Flying a drone In the Drone In the uh, Fairmont Ridge area Near Podcastro Valley And This is one of the first Drones I had ever seen being flown around and you're not supposed to fly drones in the East Bay Regional Park District but some guy was doing it and Basil almost it was really low and Basil nearly got it and I had to hold him back and I was filming the whole thing too but yes so see that picture at mikesdailypodcast.com of a recent picture from Florida okay I have this little interesting tidbit. So I am in the Bay Area. 
where it was kind of chilly and windy today. And tomorrow I hope to see my friend Kevin, who's been on the podcast before with the segment Addendum with Kevin. But he and I will be meeting up after more than a year. Gosh, it's almost been two years since I last saw him. So this will be good. And it will be on the occasion because uh, he, he was listening to the podcast and he gave me a call and said, hey, I heard the podcast and heard your mom passed and I'm sorry for your loss. And I'm like, yeah, it's quite a loss. So thank you. So here in the Bay Area, there is a lot of things regarding health that are pretty impressive. We are known for our developments in technology But did you know that there is also a lot of work being done pursuing new ways to save lives, improve quality of life, and get to the bottom of medical mysteries on conditions ranging from Parkinson's disease to everyday backache? Now, at Stanford, for example, when a patient exhibits symptoms such as tremors, slowed movement, or rigid muscles... A doctor may deduce that the cause is Parkinson's disease, but there's currently no test that definitively definitively confirms that diagnosis. There also is no cure. But there is groundbreaking work from a Stanford University School of Medicine scientist that could change all that. His name is Zenon Wang. Associate Professor of Neurology, Neurosurgery rather, he pinpointed a molecular defect common in nearly all Parkinson's patients and found a compound that appears to reverse the defect. He co-founded a startup to develop a drug that could possibly stop the progression of the disease or for patients diagnosed early, even prevent symptoms from developing at all. Isn't that amazing? That happened right there at Stanford. Which, from where I live in Podcaster Valley, you drive down. Well, you take the A80 to the Dumbarton Bridge and you cross it and you go to a couple streets and there you are. What are you doing here? Did I mention that I'm going to be on the radio? I am going to be on the radio this Sunday. I am back. My shift is back. Somebody was trying to prevent me from having my radio show that I was doing. I was doing a weekly Sunday musical show from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. and somebody was trying to prevent me from doing it. And now apparently that has come back and I'm going to have to put that, remember to put the link back on my website to where to listen to that that uh, radio station. But you'll be able to find that as well at mikesdailypodcast.com. So yes, excited to be back on the radio. Playing cool 80s, 70s, A little bit of 90s upbeat fun music. So what the Associate Professor of Neurosurgery, Zinin Wang, said, if we can use this to detect early stage or at-risk populations, that will be a huge benefit. As we go outside a cafe anyway, we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcast Row Valley. If our strategy can even slow down the disability for a few years, It would be a huge relief to the burden on society and an improvement in quality of life of the patients. Parkinson's, a progressive disorder that gradually saps patients' ability to move freely, happens when a group of neurons in the brain that regulate motion start dying. By the time patients start having symptoms, they may have already lost half of these important neurons. 
Scientists have known for a while that worn out mitochondria, the power plants of cells, might be responsible for these cells dying. If not cleared away, disabled mitochondria can release toxins. What Wang's group discovered was why mitochondria was why mitochondria were lingering in these cells after they had become defective and started releasing toxins. It turns out that Parkinson's patient's cells are unable to remove a tiny, tiny molecule called myro that hitches mitochondria to a cell's power grid. Wang's team discovered that among a small group of Parkinson's patients, 94%, almost all, had the myro removal defect. Now, the associate professor Wang hopes clinicians will use, oh, I'm sorry, Zinin is a woman's name. My word. Sorry, Professor Wang. Associate, Associate Professor Wang. Okay. Well, there wasn't a picture of her on this. It didn't have any pronouns until right in this part of the article. Written by Carrie Kirby, taken from the magazine called Marin. It's a very big magazine, too. There's a lot of interesting stuff in here, but... So, Professor Wang, Associate Professor Wang, hopes clinicians will use her test, which can be performed with a simple skin biopsy to test their own Parkinson's patients for the myro-removal defect. In the meantime, she's got a startup called Cura X, and it's working hard to prepare for clinical trials of its potential Parkinson's treatment, which, if approved, would be the first disease-modifying drug for Parkinson's ever to reach the market. She says, I want to get this translated as fast as possible from my lab to clinic. Now, this article was from February of 2020, and here we are past February of 2022, so a whole two years ago, more than two years. So perhaps she has made progress since then. But keep an eye out for her name. And outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valley, the last place on earth, look who is here. Hello, Mike Matthews. It's Kelly Duhart, your job supervisor. It is so windy out here today, Mike Matthews. Yes, listen to that wind. <sighs> yes, Mike Matthews. Was that you blowing in everybody's face? I didn't mean to do that. This podcast does not blow. It should be going very well. That was a really awful save, Mike Matthews. I was trying so desperately. Look who else is here. Oh, Mike, this is Floyd the Floorman. And this is John Deere, the engineer, Mike. I find that very fascinating, that article you were talking about, Stanford University. <laughs> That's right. Stanford University. Not just a famous university that has a rivalry with Berkeley and who has a radio station that I sometimes listen to and enjoy. It is also, uh, what is it? KSZU or something like that? It is. In fact, all happening in the Bay Area. That's why we put up with the traffic and the high taxes and the high gas prices. Oh my gosh. Past $5 at this point. Expensive restaurants, although that got, you know, it was very interesting. Uh, what is his name? 
he had the... I, did, I, did I talk about him? He's the chef. He's on Netflix. He's got the thing called... Ugly Food or something. It's a cooking series. Uh, I forget his name. But he was talking... No, it's not the chef show. No. It's a, anyway, now I can't think of him. But it's all right. He's he's so popular. He's on he's on Netflix, he's on Hulu, he's on like every streaming service, YouTube, known to every person on the planet. What he was saying was that the COVID-19 the pandemic when it hit it you know it killed restaurants it closed up restaurants it closed up he has a whole bunch of restaurants uh big ones in new york and las vegas and he had to close a bunch of them and he said something that i was saying around the time of the pandemic you know going to a restaurant pre-pandemic was really difficult and annoying you'd go in You'd have to pay crazy prices for the food, which you still have to do. But they'd always sit you like right next to somebody. I mean, you'd be sitting at the same table with a complete stranger because, oh, you want to eat their food. And, oh, you're going to sit there at that restaurant next to some complete stranger. And, hey, get to know them. Oh, and by the way, they're spreading COVID. So you're going to. Oh, but this is pre-COVID. We didn't know that. So then it hit and all these restaurants closed. And I think it slapped a lot of restaurant owners on the wrist a little bit. And said, "Hey, you gotta, you gotta offer a little bit more. You can't just treat your customers like cattle." And you used to do it because, oh, you had to pay that incredible high rent cost to stay where you were and all that. But now, a lot of them closed up because they couldn't pay the rent because they weren't open. And now it's sort of the survival of the fittest. But I don't think people are, you know, people are still used to eating out and getting takeaway and going in and getting it to go. Because I'm American. To go. We get it to go. And we're, we're used to it now. And some of us have gone back to restaurants and sat down and said, oh, yeah, that's kind of nice. Did that on Valentine's Day. And then, you know, it's just sort of a, it doesn't have to be an everyday thing for me anymore. Once in a while as a treat, but found it fascinating. It's on the, the Hulu series that this guy has, this chef has that I can't think of his name. But that's all right. He's friends with everybody. He knows Jimmy Kimmel personally and all these other celebrities. Oh, uh, Aziz and Sari and everybody. Hey, next show, it's going to be the wonderful... Benita, the disgruntled fiddle player, and the brewmaster. If you would like to chime in, talk about, say things, ask questions, sing, read poetry, whatever you want to do, you can call 336-MM-DAILY. 3 plus 3 equals 6. MM is in Mike Matthews daily, as in what this podcast tries to be. Actually has been for today and yesterday, at least. We took a day off this week. But yeah, if you'd like to... Say anything, sing anything, speak anything, recite anything. We will play it on the podcast at some point. In the section, emails from email and your common, not so comments. 336MM Daily. And with more on how to reach me, it is a friend. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. 
Download our listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.